Hello there, my name is Sodakite and welcome to Slash Me. Slash Me is a podcast created by me, Sodakite, for you, the listener. Hey gamers, you've tried coffee, you've tried energy drinks, but have you tried drugs? Drinks that regenerate useless gamers' souls. Try drugs. Stop being useless. Hello there listeners and welcome back to another podcast. And today I've had zero sleep and I'm drinking a matcha tea, but I'm feeling pretty good and I'm excited for this episode. As promised, today we are going to be discussing Ellie Dano and her history. Ellie Dano is a character that I originally created for Arma 3RP. It was for a server called Critical Gaming and a map that was called Lakeside. If you're new to this podcast and you have absolutely no idea what is happening, sit back relax and prepare to be confused. So I got the name Ellie Dono because one, I was often told during that time that I looked like Ellie from The Last of Us and I really liked that name and I had played The Last of Us pretty recently and so I decided to go with that for a first name. As for the last name, Arma 3 was not very serious during that time period and a lot of people had names that were pretty goofy to be honest and so when I couldn't decide on a last name for Ellie, I went with don't know, Dono. And I thought that I could get away with it because it kind of sounds like Donovan. All the character models had these really masculine figures with big burly shoulders and were really strong looking. Every character. All the female models had buzz cuts and the hair options were very few so Ellie was a redhead. But I mean redheady. It was more carrot red than the darker red you see now. It was a sight to behold that's for sure. Ellie Dono was the second character that I ever created created on Arma 3RP. Nowadays it would be considered my crim character. Ellie was into drugs, believe it or not. She went on dates with this man who was half horse. She was also married to this guy named Tim in game who I believe was on the police force but I don't remember. She would work at this bank that often got robbed. Uh, back in the Arma 3 days, you could actually sit behind the counter and make money by working at the bank. But yes, eventually Ellie got into crime. While you're here, remember to use code slash me. It won't give you a discount anywhere. But why not, right? That's code slash me. I remember in Arma 3 there was this mining job and you would go way outside of the city, you would take a pickaxe and bring a truck and you would load the truck up with different rocks, maybe diamonds? This was back in like 2015. But somehow it came along that Ellie would load up drugs into this truck, it was a common thing at this time, and would drive it back through the city to where she needed to sell it. One time I got pulled over by Timak, who was an officer on this Arma 3 server and it was my first experience with cops in a serious situation such as this and he played dumb and he let me go even though he knew I was transporting drugs he knew and that was kind of an eye-opening moment in RP for me because I was still new to this whole world and it made me realize that things were more relaxed than I originally thought and this all took place among the course of about six months but after I ended up moving to Fort Worth and tried GTA RP for the first time, my character model was obviously very different. I went through character models for the longest time. It was so hard to make a decision. But then when I came across the Ellie quote unquote ped model, I was in love. The character just looked so goofy. Her default clothes were these <laughs> bright pink short shorts, converse with long socks, and this bright pink tank top with flowers on it. She wore this biker helmet and knee pads. I was in love. I needed to use it. 
And the character changed in many different ways. Uh, first of all, Dono used to actually be spelled with two N's, D-O-N-N-O. But when I created my character, I messed up on something I can't remember. And I freaked out and I deleted the character. And when I tried to create a new one, it was like, oh, this character already exists. You can't do that. So I ended up trying to bypass that by spelling Ellie Donna with one N. And I ended up liking that better. Ellie's voice was also very different. For starters, my voice was different during that time. My voice was a bit deeper. And the character actually had a bit of a stutter. She sounded more like a female Morty from Rick and Morty. But the voice actually hurt my throat. And since Ellie had a stutter, I started stuttering in real life because I did the voice so often and I knew it was time to stop. But during that time, Ellie was kind of a bit of a loner. You know, I mentioned this in the previous episode that I really didn't know a lot about RP at that time. I was still learning. I had a lot to learn. But I do have to say some of the people who were nice to me first were Chain Gang. I believe at that time, I could be wrong, it was just... Mr. K, Big D, and Taco. And all of my interactions with them always just killed me. They were so funny. And I'll always be grateful to them for kind of giving me a chance in RP before anyone else did. Feeling forgetful? You're not the only one. I started a company and forgot what I was selling. Sucks to be me. Please contact someone, anyone. What am I advertising? Ellie started as a Civ taxi driver who made these game shows for money. It would be really simple things like uh, like quizzes, Jeopardy. There was a love taxi that was like a dating show. <laughs> and somehow this arc led to a crackhead arc. There was the character Ricky who kidnapped Ellie and made her snort crack off of a dumpster. And then with these drugs, he would send her on these random tasks around the city. And with the spiral into drugs and the underground criminal world, Ellie met Buddha and started selling drugs for him, weed out of a taco truck. She also started gathering information for him in the south side on what other gangs were doing. Very dangerous and it did have its consequences because the Koreans who were all also, a gang and people who were kind of scouting Ellie at that time, when they found out they were not happy, and rightfully so because Ellie had betrayed their trust, so the Koreans kidnapped Ellie and they shot her to prove a point, where she ended up in ICU for a while. And through that arc, Ellie ended up joining the Lean Boys. She was initiated alongside Denzel, Curtis, and Ricky, funnily enough. She ended up being given a house on Lean Street by Buddha, and every day they would wake up, patrol the street, do crime, rob stores, do vaults, gang wars, <laughs> you name it. But the Southside was definitely, it was a wild time, and you know, it could be, it could be rough, and some people could be hard to deal with, but I still have a very big fondness for the Southside, and for all that we went through down there on Lean Street. And I have to say, people were very accepting of Ellie. Ellie was not your typical gangster character, not at all, but everyone was always very considerate of Ellie and her RP, because Ellie was not a shooter, but she was involved very often, even when she didn't have to be, and I'll always be grateful for that. And then when other gangs would like kidnap Ellie, they were not necessarily 
necessarily mean to the character, if that makes sense. Like, sure, they would shoot her up or blow her up or toss her in the river, but 90% of the time, the people who did it would always try to create fun RP out of it, which was very surprising to me. But through all these gang wars and crazy acts that Ellie had, her dark side emerged. Her dark side started a long time ago, putting on a fedora and, like, robbing houses or doing some petty crime, but it evolved into actually doing these game shows with Curtis where they would kidnap people and make them do really horrible things like knife fight <laughs> or run from cars that were gonna run them over it was so dark but it actually ended up being a lot of fun and the people that we kidnapped were very giving in RP and good sports about it but to expand on more of the dark side eventually Ellie became involved in Talon dun 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 a terrorist organization ah What's better than one slice of banana bread? Two slices of banana bread. Our services offer two slices of banana bread delivered right to your door each month. Email us at bananabread at breadbanana for a free trial while supplies last. Talon was uh, led by Buddha, who acted under the persona Shadow. He was strongly against cops and corruption in the city of Los Santos and would kidnap people and we would film these videos that would be crazy stuff like killing them or torturing them just to prove a point. And Talon expanded, it was Buddha, Ali, Denzel, and Jacob. And the cool thing about Talon is that it was connected to a legal business known as Rooster Cab Co, which took place in this custom building that Buddha had done. A very, very beautifully done building by Moss. And it was just a legal cab company. And even Ellie would sometimes run these cabs when nothing was happening in the gang world. Uh, two very important people who basically ran Rooster Cabco alongside Ellie at that time were Petunia and Sully. And you know them from 3.0 as well. Very loyal characters and brought us so much RP when we really did not have a lot to offer them at that time. We didn't have any mechanics or anything like that. We had cabs and our gang life was just so busy. There was always someone after us. It was like we couldn't give the company the attention that we wanted. But Talon was very cool. When I think of Talon, I just think of these really dark underground villains. And I know it's nothing like that, but it kind of is. And that's pretty cool. And it was really neat to be a part of. We put so much work into it. I cannot tell you how long I spent just editing those videos. And they actually got put up on the in-game websites. We took over the web, thanks to Jacob. And so whenever people would open their phones and go to the internet, the first thing they would see were our Talon videos and the crazy stuff that we did in character. So cool. Just so cool. And I want to say for the longest time, at the end of 2.0, that was mainly what happened. It was gang stuff, talent stuff, RCC business stuff, banks, vaults, etc. So as a lot of you already know, uh, Buddha was banned around the end of 2.0. At that point, I was not as committed towards streaming, and I was in the process of switching to part-time. And other characters like Sab and Denzel also kind of agreed that they were ready to move on to other things. And so we had this final day where we all decided to shelve the characters and move on from them for a while. Oh, it was the saddest day ever because we had just gotten this really big mansion where we were all gonna stay. It was really hype, really exciting. We were gonna move out of the south side. Things were gonna get better. And it was just kind of immediately all gone. 
all these storylines that we had with the character Buddha had just vanished. And without him, what was the Lean Boys? What was RCC? What was Talon? That paired with the fact that I was not going to put as much time towards streaming, it just felt like the right thing to do. So the last day was sad, as I said. Nothing was planned. None of us had talked beforehand, I believe, about shelving these characters. We had all just been around each other for so long, it was like we just knew. It was what we wanted to do. So it was us and the character Kanye. We went for one last job where Denzel wanted to blow up Lauren Enforcer, but we all helped him. We didn't even wear masks because we knew if we weren't getting away, <laughs> we were just going to keep our characters in prison and that was going to be that. And just a side note, Denzel's story during this time was just insane. John the Broski created some really incredible RP, but somehow we all did get away. Uh, Ellie said goodbye to the Subi. They made it out to the water. They said goodbye to Kanye. And Sab, Ellie, and Denzel all took off on a boat to Mexico, quote-unquote, where in character, they said Buddha was also. So it was, it was a very good ending to the arc. Honestly, with the circumstances, I do not think that it could have ended better because it was like the characters all ended up together as they had been for so long. So needless to say, the character Ellie has been through so much. And this has all been over the course of like six years. You have just listened to six years worth of an RP character. Have you tried Apathy Premium? You thought you didn't care before, but now you cannot care more. Subscribe today and receive nothing because who cares? Apathy Premium. So yeah, that about wraps up Ellie's past. And now here we are today at 3.0. Ellie is definitely a more relaxed character than she used to be. After we went through so much tension and so many gang wars, it's kind of nice to loosen up a bit. I guess now that I'm doing the character part-time, I'm more focused on just doing RP that I enjoy. And that is being involved with Rooster's Rest, being involved with Talon, and just making people laugh on the side. And I get asked a lot about where I see the character Ellie going. And that's a hard question because I'm really not sure. But I guess in a way, I've never really had a set plan for Ellie. And it's brought us to some amazing places, and I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm still very much in love with GTA RP, and I'm enjoying the character Ellie more than I have in a long time, and I doubt that'll change anytime soon. Thank you so much for listening to Slash Me. A new episode will be out next week, so keep an eye out for it. But until then, have a lovely rest of your day, and I'll see you soon. <laughs>